0: I saw a guy I went back and looked at the solo episode. Um, the gosh, solo so episode like, was one of the one of the classics that
1: <laughs> Jake, actually, th- this is a great place to start. Like you kind of listened to us, you know, rooster in the devil days. Is that true? Yeah. How the fuck did you find it?
2: You know, I'm trying – I was thinking about that the other day, like how I met you guys. And I think it was – it all started with Protagonist. And then that led to some team in Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh, I think, started following me. Steel FC or whatever, they like combined with some West Virginia team. And then I I got in with PDX – and then and then it was Maryland Bobcats and then that took over completely and then through that i think you guys your twitter handle popped up somehow and i, w- I was listening to seriously loco and hardcore football and i was like you know what like i i enjoy getting my news from you know like the non giant entities like it's interesting to get my news from elsewhere and it's fun to hear other people's opinions and then I listened to you guys I was like oh that's pretty cool and then I remember I didn't really have that big of a Twitter friend group for Maryland Bobcats and I remember asking Dan Creel like hey do you want to record with me I I tried to do this by myself and it sucks and uh, he was like I don't I don't have time I'm sorry and then I started messaging people in. I think I asked Kalen too, and Kalen said he didn't have time. And then all of a sudden, once OBB got started, somebody sent out the email. It might have been Alex, and he was like, if anyone's interested in doing a show. And then that's when I linked up with you guys.
1: Yeah, I sent that email actually to the old Brigade email list. Yeah. All right. Did you listen to us before that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I listened to you guys a couple times because your name had popped up through something protagonist or something DMV related. Mm, interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and then uh, we started doing the Maryland Bobcast, which we'll we'll do again uh, once there's probably Nisa news in a season.
2: No oh, God is so frustrating.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it is kind of. I guess this is the prem show or whatever, but we could talk Nisa. We could do whatever the fuck we want. We yeah. want to. Or are we blend, just gonna blend? alienate no, an entire no, no. fan base oh, we can, right now? We can,
0: yeah, all all thirty of them, Mike. Yeah, um, no, yeah. But out.
1: Nisa is such a niche; uh,
0: it's, <laughs> it's a very.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. Hey, you know if they've what,
0: listened to this podcast, they're at least aware that Nisa exists. <laughs> if Nisa comes back, I'm 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 gonna hit Michael up for. Uh, uh, a Bobcast stipend to send me to a stars game
2: uh, when, oh, when Maryland that plays. That would be lovely. Actually, you need to add a little bit to that because I heard that George is giving out kickboxing lessons now. <laughs> oh. yeah, have you oh, heard? The, uh, have you heard of Nutmeg News, Jimmy? I, I have. I think. Yeah. yeah. Actually, timeout before this goes any further, and I find out that it's fake. Is Nutmeg News like a ball sack sports type thing? Yes. I only assume ah, yes. yeah. <laughs> you. Oh hey. uh, yeah, yeah. It's like uh,
1: you know the onion Babylon B, all that, all that good stuff. Ah, but Jimmy, man. if 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 you get a stipend from the Marilyn Bobcast, you'll you'll have to do a stars gold star double. Oh, because yeah. they're not that dude, far from each other, right?
0: Dude, battle battle of the stars. Uh, I go I'd go to a mm-hmm. Michigan stars gold stars game. Um, no, I you don't should. want to do that. I, well, you only if it's only if it's not? like It'd be only if it's route, like the, be the best new. One to go to. Only if it's like the new stadium or whatever the fuck they're calling it for, in Detroit. For no, for for the stars, you know the oh, wow. not, not not gold stars, the Michigan stars, the Romeo like stadium. Romeo is where they used like, to play it's at like, the high school. Now they play Michigan Star
1: Sports Center. Is it?
0: Yeah, it's not far from Romeo. Um but like yeah, it's just like in the middle of the field. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, when, with a the guy send, sitting
1: lonely at a picnic <laughs> yeah, table.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if that happens, I'll go I'll go for you guys. Like I'm uh I'm I'm very much not part of the bobcast. Um, but like for the bobcast I would do that for you guys. So um uh, just keep that in mind if,
2: if Nisa does decide to come back this year. I will buy you gas and the McDonald's find Number out two. find out who's more powerful once and for all the vatican or american capitalist we could probably get you a press pass honestly because
1: yes steve Johnson. shout out steve uh, nisa communications coordinator we've talked before i'd probably get you a press pass and then you go uh interview george yunkai and then whoever the and
0: then the pope for, for the gold star Dude, I'm not. I'm still not like fully convinced, and we've like touched on this a couple times in like random uh, podcasts. But I'm not still not fully convinced. I didn't play against like Stephen or like uh, a family member playing travel ball growing up because he's I a lot younger stars. than you. Is the thing? He's not though. Like they're like this. The thing.
1: Eight like, years The, the brothers.
0: The brothers. Like there's there's a whole family of. True. Uh, You're thinking you might have played a senior Yun Kai or. I, more? I think, you guys, I, I imagine I played or a cousin or something along those lines. Like, um, I'm, I'm sure I played somebody in the family at some point, but yeah.
1: All right, um, so I got one last Nisa question before we move on from Nisa. Jake, is there a season?
2: Mm. on, no. hey, I'm still trying to process I the fact so. that I got that I got sacked. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Yeah, you um, thought that G- George Yunkai was really giving out that that league, kickboxing. That, league
2: <laughs> that league is so insane. We had the we had the pizza guy from from what was a new Girardi. Amsterdam. Yeah, God, yeah. One year ago today, actually, it's nuts enough that something like that could happen. As far as the league, I man, I just don't know. Like all the California teams are gone. Maybe LA Force. Yeah. Somehow.
0: No, they're 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 definitely done. Like that. Like it needs to. Like here's like I I don't understand this. And like maybe you guys can help me out with like uh, my Nisa knowledge here. But like there's like a a lower level Nisa league, right? Like Nisa Nation or whatever. Nisa Nation. nation. Yeah. Yep. It's like a loose. No. As
1: far as I can tell, it's like the, the, you know, Confederate States of the Nisa Nation. Like it's a loose system somehow i i can't i don't really understand it that well and if i don't understand it and i pay attention to nisa the vast majority of american soccer fans have no idea either
2: yeah they have the the slogan nisa nation play or don't it's all good
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah um no they don't like i mean i uh, i know you guys have an affinity to the bob uh bobcats and um you know, I wish them well. Like I'm I'm surprised, not surprised. I guess like for like club like Chattanooga, um, that they are basically boxed out, right? Because because the Red Wolves exist, they really can't get into USL per se, because um, USL already owns a team in Chattanooga. But like, like for you know, can
1: you theoretically see USL having
0: being a two city team? Even a small for, city for like Chattanooga. Chattanooga, Tennessee, Mike. Yeah, like but that's, think about that's, the, think about, that's uh, the one. That's the city where you're like, yeah, that's it. We need.
1: Multiple yeah, if the fan bases that. exist already, because think about the United Kingdom, where you know there's neighborhoods that have teams. Like theoretically, like I don't know what the Red Wolves have as far as
2: fans. Like, do they, I, do I they never, draw? I never see anything about them. One of uh, one of the locomotive players played there. Follows me on Twitter. Shout out Ricky Zacharias. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> but, um, one
1: of the didn't one of the Bobcats just go to Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga Red Wolves? Did he? I I saw a Nisa player go to Red Wolves, but maybe it was.
2: I know Almo um, is in Tormenta now, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Tormenta is taken a lot of Bab- Bobcats or a few Bobcats players, right? Like yeah, Dangler. Yeah. Also, still they still rocking Keziah Sterling. Mike, uh, which is as as wild. Players. Yeah. Cause he's he just, he
1: played, he played on Tottenham's first team in cup games like three years ago and he's on tormenta. It's, it's very unusual. He should fire
0: his agent. Oh, or, or he like, no, uh, no idea. Yeah, if, if we're, if we're wildly speculating, I assume that he's like comes from a crazy wealthy family. It's just like, you know what? I'm gonna go hang out in, uh, the American South for a couple of years. No big deal. Um, yeah i mean tormenta
1: too jake jake is a usl you know stan i think uh that's what the young people call it and he he has openly called for the bobcats to join usl it's a better platform espn plus Like it would just be a better move overall but the franchise fees of course usl usl
2: one for bobcats yeah Yeah, Yeah. I i would like them to do it from what i understand it's gotten even more expensive though and it's just the thing that frustrates, frustrates me the most about this nices shit is they've left these guys in limbo to the point of where they're just going to be out in the cold and they're not going to have time to do anything. Like the entire,
1: yeah, the entire attacking third is gone now.
2: Yeah, yeah, just gone. Sad. I mean, you can't really you can't really fault players for leaving at this point because it's the like USL
1: is more structured. Of yeah, I, ha-
2: I have to go play. I got to go play. When you see a, a Nisa player go to USL
1: League One, it is an upgrade for them. Like you're oh. happy for the player.
2: Yeah, there there's like the, the whole idea like they're both third division, it's it's a huge difference. Like right. the 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 way they show those games on TV, like I, I can't tell a difference between a championship game a USL championship game and a League One game. I can't. Like the, the production is there, it's ESPN. You have professional yeah. announcers again like I don't want that to be taken from going- Adam but Adam Adam was the man Adam belongs on ESPN plus he will to
1: Adam gotkin of the uh, Maryland Bobcats fame but it's a problem with 11 sports and uh, yeah I mean when you're when you're playing on 11 sports as a professional league that's a problem yeah US, USL is doing it better and USL has aspirations to, you know, continue their growth. And you could see League Two turning into the, a fourth division professional. Like, there's no reason why the, the pyramid can't expand a little bit. And it might and, happen through USL.
2: If they if they did pro-rel, like, just within those three divisions, then you have it right there. like that. would yeah, be great. The idea of these guys, like, PDX FC plays in uh, League Two. And like the idea of those fans being able to say like, "Oh, look at our team jump! Look at our team jump!" It's just going to build it. Like, I think. Oh, the ahead. problem with the, the problem with League Two though is is uh, that's primarily college
0: kids, right? Like, I mean, so yeah. USL yeah. USL Two, like uh, Kalamazoo FC is uh, like, if you will, like the local club for me, or like, but they're USL Two, but it's, um, I mean, shit. Like, I like I'm I'm not trying to like be a look at me, Louis, but I play against most of the USL Two kids, like. Either in indoor or in Look local leagues here. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Um. So I'm I'm not trying to hate on USL too. I'm just saying like that. Like that always felt like. I mean, you can pro roll if you want, but most of those teams are built on college kids for the summer. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what those squads are. So like, I mean, if it was just between like USL one and Championship, like. I think that it could still be successful. You don't need to include all of them because I think USL two serves for pur- like uh, you know a certain purpose as far as USL
1: league. USL would be so smart to do it and and do a revenue share because you know the fees to get into the league could help the newly promoted squad. They should do, you know they should promote one, relegate one. Yeah. It'd just be so smart, and the, and then the game would grow from there. But
0: anyway, well, there's some there's some USL Championship squads that really shouldn't be USL Championship squads, and there's some like good squads like Tormenta and other you know, stuff like that, in in USL One that are like, you know, you would be like, Yeah, hey, like I mean, I, I don't know, maybe whatever you want to talk about, like tennis wise, as far as performance on the field, like, I mean, I would take Tormenta over Loudon. FC in, in a championship, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't stopped. draw
1: at all in Loudoun but, County, Virginia.
2: Loudoun, yeah. Loudoun's gone. Is it gone? gone? All the MLS two sides are gone.
1: Loudon no. Loudoun's still there. I'm pretty sure they're still there. I don't think so. Google I think, that I think
2: last year was the last year for them.
1: Was it really? I thought I saw Loudoun player get signed on Instagram.
0: I feel like I feel like Rochester also had a really hard time, like, leaving slash, like, what if for MLS next? they're just useless
1: because nobody goes nobody nobody attends which like you said if a usl league one squad they have poor attendance like what's the difference between you know relegating a squad with no attendance for one that has no attendance like it doesn't mean anything for the owners because no one's attending anyway so like you might as well make it interesting and have promotion relegation so listen up what is his name? Edwards, Commissioner Edwards. What are, you do- what are you doing, you idiot? Time to do promotion relegation.
0: Also, uh, shout out <laughs> USL USL Two. Uh, I'm wearing some Vermont Green FC gear. Oh like, hell yeah! Those, those guys, guys are, are cool. Like, their gear is fucking it's, it's it's sweet. Like I I was all about it. I bought a bunch of stuff like about the shirt and some stickers and everything else. Like I was on board. For sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, branding means everything in U.S. soccer. Is the truth.
0: It's it's the same. Real like I'm uh you know, making myself older. No, you know what? I'm not older than I should be. I am just old. Um, I also like um at an age, I. And going on fifty, um, for sure. Well, 30 like,
1: the big year, though, right? For what? You said your your father passed at 38 and your grandfather passed. No, at no, no,
0: no, no. That, that's alright. So uh-huh. that's a that's a quick other story is that um as far as people marrying women from my wife's family goes, there you go. Uh, there's been it, oh gosh, going back to great grandfather now that's made it past forty. Um like so like her her great grandfather died when he was like twenty five her grandfather died when he was like in his 20s and then her dad died when she was like in his uh like mid 30s so people marrying
1: into the wives families that's that's the danger
0: yes it's the the males marrying into marrying these women into the family is the danger but the thing is is my wife's a twin so i was like you know what i got a 50 -50 shot like Mm -hmm. uh, you know i'm I'm like your brother-in-law he, he's, he's a wonderful human being. He's also, like, 45 years old. He's he's much oh, older than okay. never else. So he's, like, he's already got it. Like, you know, he's he's, he's, he's made it past 40. Now it's just it. me. It's yeah. just me, yeah. It's just well, not me now. So. I, know,
1: I don't know how I, uh, disar- you know, completely dis- no, derailed this conversation. But where were we, soccer-wise? Uh, <laughs> now that Jimmy is going
2: to I think we're just you know? ranting about Nisa. I think that, that might be over, though. I was...
0: Yeah, I was just talking about USL, one.
1: Yeah, and then, then I went on some branding diatribe. So maybe let's let's move on to uh, Premier let's League. Talk, let's
0: start. Let's start, Yeah, let's talk about the goddamn Premier League.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What should we talk about first? Hmm. So <laughs> a lot
2: of people interested in Brighton players, huh, Jake? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's been fun all week. A couple of the people I follow involved in like Brighton Twitter friends of mine. Mm -hmm. um, This one guy has like made it his goal now to like any sort of Liverpool fan or Chelsea fan that posts anything about Brighton being greedy or ridiculous transfer crap they did. He's just retweeting it. So that's most of the news I'm seeing. And so the story was Caicedo got bumped up to a hundred million just so that people would leave him alone. He changes agent group, and all of a sudden now he wants to leave with like how many days left in the okay. transfer okay.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa before Dude, before before, before we right? start
2: before we start <laughs> the Caicedo
0: speculation uh i want I want some earlier drama i want I want to go back come back with me here like seven to eight or seven to ten days. Yeah. um Tell me about how you feel about how the Leandro Trossard. Transfer went down, and the value got out of him um, at 20 years old, him going to to Arsenal. How old Um, is he? He's
2: 28. Like, he's older. Yeah. So, the thing with him that was weird, the the first time I ever heard – or, like, I I had known there had been rumors for a while. There were rumors this summer. And then going into this winter, there were always rumors. And I guess him – starting to lose time to Matoma, who, in my opinion, is a superior player. Um, that might just be my bias, but he, he's looked that's, a lot better. In
1: uh, fantasy Premier League, that's certainly the case. Yeah. He's he's a hot player right now.
2: <laughs> so he uh, – all of a sudden I see something pop up on Twitter. It says you – know, I think it was a Fabrizio guy. And he's like, deserve he sent him home, said he can't train with them anymore. And I was like, well, shit, like what's going on? And it's one of those things where it's like we're doing so well – and it's such a small squad. Any little thing can damage that. Just get him out of here. And he ends up at Arsenal, you know, whatever. And then I got kind of excited because I, I, I can't even find the rumor now anymore. But they were saying that they were going to go after Tim Weah. So I was like, well, that money could just be flipped right around to Weah. But I, I haven't seen anything about that since. But it was time for him to go. He wanted to go. He didn't want to be there. He doesn't have to be there. Matoma is better. And we'll move on. Jimmy's frozen in a
1: in a very awkward picture there with his mouth just a little bit tiny bit open he's doesn't seem to be able to talk either <laughs> but so so then I will ask on the uh, so so what was the troussard what was what was the amount you guys got for him
2: um you i be- be- I believe it was uh I think like twenty 20 something million. 25 million. So it's pretty much what you're gonna get. He's did, everyone knows he wants to leave. Your leverage isn't really there. Just get him out of there. And then supposedly he did well for Arsenal. I have a, I have a, my brother-in-law. He was asking me like because I was kind of picking on him about the the sale. And he's like, "Be honest, is he really good?" And I'm like, "He he's very very talented when he wants to play. Like when he's happy and he's having fun, he's very very good." Yeah. And then yeah. he got the hockey assist in Arsenal's game. Sure, yeah. I actually watched
1: that game. He came on with a ton of energy, and he'll probably play a bench role for them this year. I yeah. hope in a uh, failure to win the win the league. We'll see. <laughs> like, I, I wish nothing but the worst for, for Trissard. I actually hate him as well. <laughs> but, I mean, talk about the season a little bit, because right now you guys are, what, in... Sixth, sixth place. Yeah, sixth in the table. So that's conference league... And then possibly Europa League, depending on uh, you know what what goes down in the cup games. That's insane. Like you guys are thirty one points, sixth place right now. Like, what what has Brighton been like to watch before all this?
2: Um. So the the it's been kind of a roller coaster too, like of emotions, I guess. Like, Grand Potter's leaving us. Fuck Grand Potter. You know we'll never get someone like that again. And then who the fuck is Deserbi and then as i said with the like on twitter the other day like the the seinfeld thing deserby ball is real and it's spectacular <laughs> it's so much fun like it is fun to watch him 4-1 against everton 5-1 against middlesbrough 3-0 against liverpool we won't really talk about the 2-2 against leicester but you know like It's, it's everything that Potter had built, but now we're scoring. And that's just fantastic. It's so much fun to watch them. And then the, the big complaint has been, Oh, when are we going to get a striker? When are we going to get a striker? And then this season, Evan Ferguson is like, yo, I'm right here. So was Ferguson
1: an Academy player for you guys or where did he come from?
2: He, uh, he came from Bohemia in, uh, 2020. Um, what the um, fuck is Bohemia? It's uh <laughs> it's an Irish club. He's Irish. Huh. They're the ones who did that uh the Bob Marley jersey. That was like one of his last concerts that he ever did was at like that stadium. So they did like a Bob Marley jersey or whatever. But um yeah, he came up through the academy. He's played on the under 18s, 19s, 23s and uh now he's scoring goals for the big boys. That that header against Leicester to tie, Estupiñan um, uh, put the ball right where it needed to go. But like the, like that that was like a grown man play. Like he knew exactly where to put it, and just it went right where he wanted it to go.
1: Hmm. So we've only covered the Trissard transfer, Jimmy. Do you have other transfer questions at this point? Because oh, everybody um,
0: wants a piece of Brighton right now. Now that you're in sixth. Now, well, now that that we've moved past, like, because Troussard is is moved on, you can you um, can talk
1: about Troussard more if you want. We can we can go back.
0: We don't have to go back. It's okay. okay. Fine. Yes, I. Okay. Uh, you know Move what? Forward. Like, uh, I think that um, I think he's he's excess. I I, I gave uh, our friend Matt Babel the the Great White Buffalo from the last episode a bunch of shit about signing him. Yeah. Um, no, so, like, we can't, like, so that allows us to move on, too. So, like, obviously the big news, um, speculation, whatever, what have you, is around Caicedo, um, an immense talent, right? Like, he is he's incredible at 21. He's looked really, really good, um, even performed well for, like, his national team, stuff like that. Um, what do you think about some of the transfer rumors? And then, like, also, like, as somebody who watches Brighton often – like, why is Caicedo somewhat worth so much more than a
2: player like Alexis McAllister? Um, I'm, this isn't this isn't talking bad about Alexis, but in in the five two three one that they've been employing a lot, you have McAllister and Caicedo is like the the deeper two midfielders. And the reason you see McAllister being involved in the attack so much is because he has someone as good as Caicedo covering him as he goes up. Like that guy is, like they call the they call defensive midfielders like destroyers, and that's legitimately what he is. I think he's like one of the top guys in tackles, one of the top guys in interceptions in the prem right now. He's he's incredible, like super energetic, really good on the ball. Um, can can spray passes, but like his defensive ability is like superb, fantastic player.
0: Like uh I would you I, I've heard this on the internet and like again I don't I, I I've watched Brighton play but not enough to like say this. But like would you say he's like a young Conte in the way that like basically he holds like your, he's like the the pivot guy in the center midfield, right? Like for the for the defense. Like breaks up all the attacking plays and starts um, you know, starts getting the ball to creative players on the attacking,
2: like tagging sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, shuts down, shuts down midfield passing lanes that um the Liverpool win. Everyone kept talking like that was like the main talking point. Again, it, the hashtag teams like Brighton shit. Um, Oh, Liverpool's midfield so bad. Liverpool's midfield so bad. But he's been doing this to every single midfield like. The reason those forwards weren't involved in the game, like Salah, couldn't get anything going in that game because Caicedo was everywhere.
0: That's fair. Where's he being linked? Arsenal? Uh, Arsenal is the, the, the last one put in a bid. It's way undervalued for what Brayton put on him as far as the value. But, like, um, there's a whole thing, and I'll ask Jake about this. Um, he had put, there's like, There's only four Instagram days p-
1: left in the window. Well, he put on
0: Instagram, he put on Instagram posts saying that like, Hey, this would be a great cash boon for Brighton. And, you know, as much as I love the team, like, I think this is the opportunity for me. Like, what do you, what do you think? Okay, if, can I say this or that? Kaisedo as an as as Instagram post, put this out. Wow. So, um, like, I guess for you guys, like as a, as a, as a fan, how do you feel about that when you see that? Like, are you upset or like, are you being real, like, quote unquote realistic? Like, I mean, what do you, what, what's your reaction when you see something like that from, from a guy who's linked to teams
2: like that? So my, my initial reaction, like as a fan was like, you know, F you dude, you, you were just talking about how much you love the team earlier. And then now you have these new agents and you want to go. But the thing I keep seeing, and I keep see, seeing people say it's not true, and then other people say it's true. Supposedly he's on like thirty five hundred a week, so it's really low for someone of his value. I understand that the the hundred million was sort of like a go fuck yourself to other teams. Like we don't want to sell him, but if you get a hundred million, that's fine. And I know that upset Chelsea fans, but the thing that blows my mind about that too is this guy's a proven. World Cup starter. He's a proven Premier League starter. Like you have Premier League on him. And Chelsea's willing to spend close to 100 million on some guy who's been playing in the Ukrainian League. But you guys are scared to spend it on Caicedo. It doesn't make sense to me. But like I said, I don't think that price is like a legit price. I think the timing of it is. As I'm sure the team finds it incredibly fucking annoying. As a fan, I find it annoying. Like, why do you wait till now? Like, you've had these new agents for a couple of weeks now, from what I understand, but you could have done this already, and we wouldn't have to panic. And then the guy who they're talking about, like, being our new our new star midfielder, that, that uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Bu- Buena Notte, they got him from uh, rosario central who uh, carlos tevez manages and tevez compared him to a young messi he just hurt his back so now we need our midfield more set than ever cuz that kid who was supposed to get, start getting you know blooded in like he's not going to be there so i'm as a fan it it sucks it hurts i understand him as like someone who enjoys having money in my pocket I get that. I get why you'd want to go to one of those teams. It's just annoying as shit that he waited till now.
1: Um, who would he play for in the Arsenal
0: uh, midfield? There,
2: I don't know. Um,
0: Jimmy, do you know? They were they were talking about like depth for Partey and Shaka. Um, both of those guys are like um, yeah, so, early so, yeah. early thirties or late twenties. So they were just talking about like getting depth into into the squad in that in that sense and like he like for what, you know what Jake was talking about like as far as like the numbers and stuff like mathematically he is like it's like trying to get in on on the, on the ground floor of like young ngolo T- Conte like yeah. lester ngolo kante right like just somebody who's just in there like just absolutely destroys um your attacking play, and then sits between your center backs and plays out like is able to play quality out of the back. Um, that's where his value is, and that's why teams are are pushing for him. Um, but like, yeah, it's a little bit like magic of the dark arts right now, right? Because like Jake said, it's late in the transfer window, and all of a sudden you're just trying to unsettle players. The same way that you know Newcastle's able to unsettle Anthony Gordon and force through a move. Um, for him to go to Newcastle, like that's what Arsenal might be hoping for with Caicedo. Like,
1: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, yeah, but either way, it's kind of a win-win for Brighton because you get a bunch of cash, or you keep them, and then the campaign continues. What, what other uh, competitions?
0: Let's say, what's, what's, what's the cash value though? Like, what's the cash value to have to sell him based on whatever the sell, sales value is versus? Um, Casado stays, and you guys make Europa League. Like, oh yeah,
2: that's. You know I, mean, I mean, that's that's what I thought the plan was, and that's why the the whole thing kind of sucks as a fan is because he had made the comment directly <laughs> saying, "I want to stay. We're pushing for Europe." And then now it's now it's oh for my for my family for my family and it's like well, I, yeah I, I mean
1: because they're, they're talking about him to the top of the table you know
2: yeah. It's not no, like, just to the table,
0: like it's like like Jay said, it's it's his personal, um, contractor agreement. He's only making thirty five hundred dollars a week, which right the rest yeah. of us are like great, but like for like a player like him, like well, yeah, like he probably it's is terrible. going to earn more um, per week, just but, a like, little. Yeah. It's gonna be
1: a massive fucking upgrade to
0: life yeah. for that man. Yeah, for sure. Well, he he's earned it, right? Like that's and that's kind of the point. Um. All right, so we, we beat up on, on
2: Jake and, and Brighton um, in the transfer Ooh, window. I have
1: one more question, though. Yeah,
2: okay. what
1: competitions are you guys still in?
2: FA Cup. We play uh, Liverpool uh, Sunday at 6 Ooh. in the morning because mountain time sucks ass. <clears
1: uh-huh. <clears <throat> I kind of like you guys in that game as a, as a dark horse for betting.
2: I I want to win that trophy so bad. Like, I think that is honestly – Brighton is never going to be a team that challenges for the the Premier League title I don't think at least in its current form but I absolutely believe that they can win one of the cup tournaments and I I would go absolutely ballistic. Would love uh, to see it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. FA Cup is a direct line to Europa League. Yeah. So like there's yeah, there's definitely money to be made there sure
1: carabao cup two without man city is also nice it'd be nice if like man city was just excluded they can join super league but maybe they would just be excluded from domestic cup competition no that be nice?
0: super league <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no no all right jimbo where to next oh uh, well so there's two other teams on this uh triumvirate of um premier league podcast so um Let's go to the next active team. Let's let's go to Tottenham. So, you know,
1: let's just go right to Villa. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I already, a whole I already called of Tottenham
0: right now. You know I already called it out. So fine, all let's, right. Let's talk about Tottenham's nothingness or lack thereof. Like, all right. So here is the thing. Here, like, so we're talking about like it's not just the the, the players on the field. Now you are talking about like your transfer. Policy, if you will, affecting who is in charge of your club as far as manager rule goes. Because obviously, there's some like tension there with with uh, Conte and um, getting him to sign, sign longer term and that sort of thing. Like, how do you feel about um, where you guys are at for the rest of the season? And then, as far as like going forward, what that looks like. Yeah,
1: I mean it's yeah, it definitely sucks when you have a a manager the level of Conte in the role, and then there's just constant change, uh, constant talk of change, and he's not happy. But 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 the, but the truth of the matter is, that the Spurs are just like a news force, like they're a cycle of negativity in on Twitter and in soccer news, and like. Uh, you know, Conte is going to stick through, stick here throughout the season. Maybe they push for top four. They're still in FA Cup. Maybe they push for a trophy there. And then whatever happens at the end of the season is fine. Like I'm, I'm actually just, I'm just sick of the whole Conte news cycle of like, is he coming? Is he going? It's just like it's just nonsense Twitter speak, in my opinion. That being said, at the end of the season, like, you know. I do get sick of watching Conti ball a little bit. It's a little bit boring. The counterattacking style, very similar to, to Jose. It's like, it's like we're almost watching the same thing except Sonny's not producing now. So then the counterattacks even weaker. So I I don't like, I just don't, I don't know. Like I, I just try to go game to game. And the fact of the matter is they're still in champions league, which to me is so much fun to watch. Um, they're still in FA Cup. They're still fighting for top four. So, like, as much as the negative news is around Tottenham always going, like, they're still a very good squad. They win all the time. They just beat Fulham in a beautiful game. Harry Kane with the winner. Like, I'm just sick of the negative Tottenham talk, if I'm gonna be honest. That being said, in the transfer window, they do need to think about maybe you know pushing son Sone or having a different option on the left wing uh the defense is very leaky right now it's definitely not uh, top tier quality so they need to improve there um there's some questions surrounding Hoybier for the first time of whether he's the right person to be paired with Kerr. so uh, yeah i don't know like i, I would try not to be an asshole because you have fans of southampton like lower league squads and the the fact that it's like they're still a top six team all the time, life's not bad.
0: No, I, mean, I think you you should complain, right? Because you guys are wasting generational talents, <laughs> like you're I wasting, think they've, th- they've already
1: passed that,
0: they've wasted it. Yeah, they wasted Harry Kane, they wasted uh, young Sung Min. Um, so yeah, like I and uh, World Cup aside, like like the money they spent has been poor, right? Like Richarlison has been poor, and yep. um, Bergvine, Hill.
1: <laughs> I so mean, just run down the
0: list, like the like, ro- the rotating position at right, right right back is fucking like Emerson Royale, like and then like I mean, like, like all of that, Kyle like, Walker.
1: Just, Kyle Walker Peters rather Dude Kyle Walker Peters
0: might walk into your starting lineup right a- a- yeah
1: yeah yeah pr- he probably would probably would but then- and then you're still starting like like uh Davies on the left every game you know like yeah, yeah I don't know Tottenham's a weird squad and they They've had bad spending habits. They they make big splashy giant transfers and then haven't built on like a Brighton the, level.
0: The, the the gross thing is is like you guys say that like they, they don't want to build the depth, but like um like you're on the wrong podcast for like crying poor with sure. an Aston Villa fan and a Brighton fan. Yeah. Because you guys have like okay, you have core and cool stuff cool. like US like are getting well, awesome yeah really quality players it's so like yeah but the thing is
1: like right now they're sitting in 5th in the league and like everyone pretends it's a bad thing like 5th is very fucking good we're not Everton
2: yeah you
1: know we're not we're not spending <laughs> oodles of cash and like we're in champions league final 16 right now like the, i just feel like everyone just shits on tottenham all the time is so it.
2: <laughs> is
0: is kane gonna sign a new deal that's the rumors now
2: um,
0: but. would would you sign a new deal mike if if you were harry kane no absolutely not
2: yeah if i was honestly if i was him i'd end up at like uh what is it um Bayern Munich city last year, yeah.
0: Bayern would
1: be a great spot for him.
0: Why? Why people? People love um, uh, Alan Shearer, Newcastle striker. You know they didn't win a hell of a whole lot at Newcastle. Um, It's just a different era, though. Everyone's just trophy crazed. It's it's not trophy crazed. Alan Shearer also is viable because he has the Premier League. And that's the the focus there. Cause it's only around since nineteen ninety. He has the Premier League record for goals scored, um, which Harry Kane is on track to beat. Like, if nothing else, if you don't win another trophy, like, w- w- like, how, like, how nice is it to say? Like, I also am the highest like scoring player in Premier League history.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has United uh, rumors floating around right now.
0: Which I mean, you know, you should shoot yourself if they sell him to United. Like what a <laughs> failure! Like,
2: I I I saw some people like talking like, oh, he, you know, he's dumb for not signing. And I was saying like, if I was him, I would want to leave. But I think it's it's something admirable when people stay at the same club. But like, you shouldn't. Shouldn't give them too hard of a time. I know Spurs are a meme club a lot of the times, like the the trophy jokes. Actually, you know, that's what I want to ask you as a fan. You guys have won an FA Cup. I know that for a fact. Like, because of that, what is it, white, blue and white, 30 for 30. The Argentinians helped you guys win an FA Cup. What is with the Spurs no trophies joke?
1: I think it's just because they've been in the top six for the last, you know, I've only been a fan really since 2015. So I'm only, you know, I'm a new blood. So I don't really. It hasn't been a long suffering time for me. And they're always good. They're always, you know, they're in Europa League or, conference, or the worst case scenario is we were playing conference league games. But I've always seen European competition.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I think that's what it is. It's because they've spent like a top six, six club, they've been a top six club, and they still don't have a trophy. Yeah. In. Let's see when the last one was. 1991. So that was a long time ago for the FA Cup there.
2: Yeah. Because I I remember, like, because I had heard the jokes, like, you know, empty trophy case, and then I watched that white, blue, and white. Actually, as a Spurs fan, you should check that out. It's really good. About the (laughs) Argentinians that played for, uh, for Spurs, I believe, during the, was the Falkland Wars in the 80s or the 90s? I think it was the 80s. 80s, yeah. Yeah, so it's about like these Argentinians come and play for the club, and they're living in England while England is fighting their country, home country. So yeah,
1: that's wild. Yeah, that's like if we had players in the Russian Premier League right now. Yeah, which
0: <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way, it's yeah. No, so, I mean, like I, we do, we do have that. I mean, like I mean in hockey, really, there's a bunch of Russian guys living yeah. in the United States playing professional hockey for the NHL right now. They're rushing guys, so.
1: Yeah, I wonder what they're, uh, yeah. Anyway, so so Tottenham is really coming off of a 4-2 loss to Man City and then a 1-0 win to Ful- against Fulham away at Craven Cottage and then still in FA Cup against Preston North End, which is a fantastic draw in the FA Cup. And before – and they beat Portsmouth 1-0 and then they crushed Palace 4-0. So like the the news of Tottenham's demise is premature, in my opinion.
0: This do uh, I like think it's demise. Like you guys have you guys have this massive stadium, like not the, like no longer just like a stadium. It is a world recognized stadium because you guys play NFL games there. Um so you guys have the stadium, you guys have the the players, you guys have the payroll. It's no longer like you don't get to you don't get to cry, oh Spurs fandom anymore. Like that's I don't. I'm just saying like the 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 lack of success in the field is from the lack of quality management and like I get that I understand how that goes because so your um, levy
1: are you levy Enoch out. From from the outside perspective,
0: yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. if they if they're not going to let somebody else who's smarter than them run the business, yeah, then Enoch out for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I think Spurs fans would agree on that. I, I'm just trying to like put a positive spin on it because I just I do love watching them. I just I, I love watching them, and they win a lot. But if they do want to, you know, if they want a Premier League title, and now they're Arch nemesis, nemesis is – yeah, fuck it all. Fuck it all. I don't know, Jimmy. Let's talk Aston Villa.
2: Spurs. Oh, okay, one, one thing. This guy that you guys got on loan, Don Juma. Yeah. It says he's a center forward. I had read that he was going
1: to be left winger for us. Mm. No? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a sunny pusher. Then maybe can also play striker as with the with the front two, yeah. And then that's supposed to be Richardson's role, which we could get into that if you want. But he sucks.
2: He's a dickhead.
1: Oh, he is a dickhead. I didn't the like best, all
2: that. The best. I was actually starting to root for him because he choked Vinicius that one time. And <laughs> I, as a Valencia fan, I I hate Real Madrid. So huh. um, one of the things I do want to ask. And I, I know we already passed my point, but I completely forgot to mention this. Basuma, as as a word of warning to Gaicedo, Basuma is the perfect example. Kukurea is a perfect example. The grass is not greener. Like these clubs, they don't care about these smaller players that are coming up. And if you don't perform, they're just gonna buy another dude. They're just gonna yep. buy another dude.
1: Yep. It's the truth. I hope Casado stays for you guys and that you qualify for Europe. That'd be awesome.
2: But what what has been the deal with Basuma? Because I haven't watched a lot of you guys yet. Or I haven't watched a lot of you guys. He sees what, the field,
1: but yeah, he does not start very often. He gets subbed on. And when he plays, he looks fine. But you, you know how it is. Like When you don't get a run of games, you don't get in form. And you don't perform at your highest level, and he hasn't had the opportunity ever. You know, like he came on to Tottenham and Hoybier and Bentinker are starting every single game. Yeah. And he's making like like spot appearances. So I don't think he's gotten a fair chance. As that that's probably a large portion of Tottenham's transfer problems. Like Bergvine never saw the field. Even Tangy, like, he didn't get a run of games to really prove himself. So yeah, same thing with Basuma. Like he just hasn't had a chance to have like a good run of games. When I've seen him, he has flashes on the field where where you notice him and he like does something fun or protects the ball well as a centre defensive mid, but like he hasn't been able to just show out. And obviously with, with Jed Spence too, like never sees the field. Apparently last year in the FA Cup with Nottingham Forest, he was just running the whole game against Arsenal and you never see him see the field either. So there is a lot of that with Tottenham. It's very frustrating. Like you, you spend all this money to to see a transfer come in, and then they just don't ever see the field.
2: He's. I saw something saying he's got a lot of yellow cards too. come in a lot of fouls.
1: I I guess so. Although I, you know, just watching, I can't say I recall him.
2: You know, being
1: especially reckless.
2: Yeah. I I I honest to God, like as as a. Fan of the team they used to play on I, I honestly thought he was going to be a superstar In the league
1: He still may be Yeah, because uh, yeah, I think Hoybier is kind of on the way out But that they're, they're, their depth there is crazy Because you have Hoybier, Benton Basuma Oliver Skip <laughs> Saar Yeah I mean they have depth in all the wrong places right now
2: Yeah what about, uh, what about Brian, Brian Heal?
1: Yeah, that's another interesting one. Every time he sees the field, he's fantastic. He can play right wing. Jimmy's scoffing at fantastic, and that's probably accurate. When he gets on the field, he has moments, flashes of brilliance, and he looks great. He's super young. When he goes back and plays in La Liga, he looks fantastic for every, every team he ever plays on. So I don't know why they can't find a, a home on the field for him either.
2: He's, he's got a haircut like he should play guitar for Oasis. Hmm.
1: I always say he looks like uh, Paul from the Wonder Years, which he might <laughs> be too young for. But nah. <laughs> yeah. Good old uh, – what was her name again? Winnie. Oh, Winnie Cooper. Winnie, yeah. Cooper. Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper. Winnie <sighs> Cooper. Smoke show. We, Jimmy uh, texted
2: me a picture of Winnie Cooper recently as an ad- adult and – Still fantastic. You never, you never saw her appearance in Maxim, Maxim magazine. Mm. That's Probably why I said. That's mm. why I Yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, should we cover the final frontier here with Villa and uh, Unai and your resurgence uh, under Unai? Good evening. Good evening.
0: Yes. No. Uh, um. I think that here's the thing. Like, as far as like, if we go back to Gerard, right? Like, him getting fired. Um, a lot of that is predicated on the fact that, like, in not a lot of people know this, but like, coming into the season, Villa had the fifth highest payroll in the Premier League. So, like, they were shelling out money. Um, the results were not getting there. Um, I think the results have been better under Unai. Um, and I hope that they continue that way. I'm not going to pretend like all of a sudden Unai is exciting to watch because he's not. He gets results, but he's not exciting to watch. I, I feel like that's the, the thing that gets lost, like with Conte and Unai and Jose, is for all three of those guys, um, statistically, you'd look at them and be like, oh, serial winners. But, like, in all three of those cases – you would look at the the games that they play and they're not aesthetically pleasing to watch as far as soccer but goes.
1: Winning to. is still aesthetically pleasing, you know? Like
0: if the one game
1: it, when we won one oh and Harry scored that goal, I was happy.
0: It is it is is an acceptance, right? Like I think that at a certain level you will get spoiled for form plus function right like so like where it's not just like our oh, we're winning we're winning pretty you know like that's uh, that doesn't happen often but when it does it, it's appreciated i think that you can also like understand when you your team goes on a five game winning streak but like really we're not a five game winning streak team you know like i'm like it's not like i'm not worried about us like popping off and winning the league how about that um but, like, under you I, like, we're 5-1-1. One one. So, like, in the Premier League, that's – That's I'll amazing. Take that. It's yeah. fantastic. Was um, it uh,
1: wins against Southampton, Leeds, Tide Wolves, beat Tottenham 2-0. Yep. Lost to Liverpool.
0: Beat Brighton. Hmm. We beat Brighton, beat Brighton and United. So, like <laughs> – and 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 Tottenham. So as far as as far as this pot is concerned, I'd be like a real dig, like, huh? Fucking Spurs and Brighton suck. You guys both lost to Villa. <laughs> um, but also, like, I'm realistic. I understand, like, you know where we're at. I think that, um, Moreno was a good transfer for our team in the short run. I don't know a hundred percent how Unai feels about uh Luka Dean, but like. Clearly not that great. If we had to go chase down a twenty-nine-year-old left back, um, and then um, signing Duran from Chicago Fire is definitely a move totally for the future. Um, he's a striker. He's a striker, but yeah. like also we moved Cameron Archer out on loan to Middlesbrough. and, and Aings. well, Ings yeah we sold off, and so um, which he always he always felt like um you know the wrong size like uh the yeah. wrong shape for the wrong hole as far as, like uh-huh. he he was part of the extra money spending that we just spent because we got money from um the grealish sale um he was it, so
1: good too at uh southampton
0: yeah but like he has like he he survives and excels in the right environment because like even even the Southampton one, like he was later in his career, like he's just hitting it now. I, yeah. I want Danny to be successful. I hope that like he enjoys himself. It sounds like he's already hurt. Yes, Daniel. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like he's already hurt at at, uh, at West Ham. Um, yeah. No. But uh, you know, like I think that I, I'm glad that we moved moved on from him. As far as Villa goes, rest of the season. You know, obviously, I think that. If they fuck around and are able to trip backwards into a Europa League conference spot, that's great. But like, also like the teams that they're down there with at the mid table, like, are teams that you're not used to seeing there, right? Like, we're down there in the mid table, like fucking elbowing around with like Chelsea and oh, yeah. Liverpool yeah, and like, yeah. you know, you're what nine, I mean? like, you're what I'm saying like, it's so, like so like we're like, oh hell, yeah, let's go on a great run. But like, also like, we got these motherfuckers like. And like, You're
1: only three points off a of six. I'm, I'm just that's okay, crazy. But, I,
0: but I'm saying though, like, is a game in hand. But I, yeah. yeah, I'm saying though that like the quality of our performances don't necessarily match the position of how close we are on the table, and that's something thing. Like I'm, I like you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. So some quiet moves. Which players
1: are uh, popping off under
0: Unai? Oh, uh, I think Leon Bailey has looked way better. Like he's still like hot and cold a little bit under Unai, but like uh under all three managers since we signed Leon underneath, you know, um Dino and Gerard and now, uh, you know, under Unai, he looks better under under Unai than anybody else that we've seen. So like if we get more consistent performances out of Leon Bailey, like on his day when he is on, he is world-class. It's just that it's so up and down. So, like, Leon Bailey is a big one. Um, I'm glad that Jacob Ramsey, coming back healthy, is still playing a bunch. He's at 21 years old. He's still fantastic. Uh, Douglas Luis, who uh, we locked up after Gerard tried to run him out during the uh, preseason. looks uh, He's looked looked fantastic the last couple weeks. And uh, the player who is probably the most valuable player on the team right now is Bukhar Kamara. Um, he's looked so good under Unai. Um, and I think that it was always going to take him a little bit of time. He's young. He's coming from from France. Um, but he just looks so good. Um, it's it's a little bit why I think that Matteo Guendouzi is, like, easier on English uh, English Premier League fans' palettes for Aston Villa for him to come is because he played with Boubacar Kamara, um, coming out of that, um, out of that
1: Marseille system. Um, it's actually I, funny for me to hear you say that name because I've said I've heard it on tw- I've seen it on Twitter all the time and I have n- no idea how to pronounce it.
0: Oh, Guendouzi? No, Boubacar. Uh, Gwend- no, uh, Boubacar Kamara. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've always read that and I was like, because mm. now because. I don't know if anybody knows this, that Rooster Villain Twitter handle is actually co run by Jimmy and I. Did you know that, Jake? What's that? Did you, we co run the Twitter handle? Jimmy oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I feel like sometimes the person that responds to me is someone else sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah. And then I think that people think that I'm Jimmy sometimes yeah, it gets a little a little funky sometimes. Although I love when Jimmy tweets cause he's like actually a much better tweeter than I. All That's I- not
0: true. That's not true.
1: It is true. It is true. Your tweets always have the highest engagement. <laughs> you just don't tweet as often.
0: I listen. I, I uh, mine are definitely um fewer, fewer and far farther between, but they're definitely not better. How about that? No. Well, we're actually running up on rant time.
2: What oh, actually, it? I had a I had a two things. Is this your rant? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, all, right, about, all right, about Villa. That okay. that Alex Moreno move is like a plus in my opinion. That um, Valencia played Batiste in the Copa del Rey final, mm-hmm. so I got to spend a whole game just bitching at that team. Like, and I I mean this as a compliment. Batiste is just full of pain in the ass players, and that that dude is a, is really fucking good. I like him a lot. Do you watch Valencia as much as you watch Brighton? Uh, yeah, because it's easy. It's on ESPN Plus. I'm Interesting. Um, about to start boycotting them because I. It's gotten to the point of where I'd rather get a root canal from an epileptic at a strobe light convention than have to sit through another one of those matches.
1: What Valencia match? Yeah, it's. Oh, like,
2: I love I love Gattuso as a player. He's like one of my favorites ever. But Musa Lim. Lim has cursed that team. It's it's awful. Hmm.
1: I might need to start watching more La Liga, though, in general. Uh,
0: no, fun. La Liga was great. That's what I was trying to tell you the other day when Associated uh, was playing, I think, Real, and then Associated played Barca like, the last couple of days. Like, there's like good matches in La Liga, I feel like people sleep on. Same thing with... Uh, Bundesliga, I think Bundesliga. There's the last two games that people sleep on that, like are like exciting games to watch. Like
1: I um, watch Bundesliga occasionally, but I usually watch for American players. Which right now it's just Gio Reyna, fuck basically.
2: That. Wolfsburg's got an American, I believe. Paredes,
1: Paredes? yeah,
0: yeah, Kevin, yeah,
1: and then uh, John Brooks just got to move back to Hoffenheim, which is interesting.
0: I don't care. Listen to me. <laughs>
1: Listen to me now.
0: I don't give a fuck about any American players playing anywhere if they're not going to do shit on the international stage. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm done with it. Unless it's about Alfonso Davies because he's fucking the best player in Kakakaf. You know what? Have
1: you heard about Jordy Mihaljevic?
0: Have you you heard about Canada? (laughs) You fucking puta. Like... Listen oh, here.
1: No. Is pita
2: the naughty one? Is that a very naughty word? Wait a minute. Did you just talk about Canada and then use Spanish in the same sentence? Yeah, I did. It
0: was it was it, it, was, it was it was like soccer What's anger Pute? coming out while also being while also being uh um Canadian Canada fan. sucks.
1: Fuck P- you. They're only good cuz the cuz of the MLS actually You want know,
2: to of- you want to know the translation? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, Yeah, it's
1: yes. the MLS. That's why Canada is good right now. You should be <laughs> the ML- your lucky stars for the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a rant while we're waiting for Jake to uh, translate "puta"?
0: Oh, I, I, I'm I'm hoping for like the exact literal translation in Spanish from his wife. Like that's that's a little bit I'm hoping for. But like, uh, so,
2: um, here we go. Right. I brought yes. I brought a translator. All right, yes. here we go. Tell them what "puta" means.
1: Well, <laughs> um, means whore. Whore. Yes. Oh, he called me a whore. The, that's the truth. The male and, and version. I'm Mike. By the way, I feel
0: like now we have to say hello. Hi,
2: just Coral. Just drop
0: you off. Well, yeah, that's my wife, Coral. Hey, Coral.
2: She speaks fluent Spanish. Yes, that's good. Hey,
0: uh, so I, I heard. Pequito. 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 No, in in yeah. sí. Hispanic League it was all like swearing. So like uh, a lot of puta la madre, like uh, got a lot of those ones. Like, Fuck your mother. Uh, no, oh, no. That that's not really. It, um, no, it's it's, but like it's it's broken because most of the guys that I played with spoke Spanglish. So like they just like would work it in wherever they fucking worked for them. Um, like no. that was I English think and Spanish. I think what they're trying to say is puta
1: madre means your whore mother.
0: Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, madre.
1: say, tu <laughs> thank madre, you. that means fuck your mother.
0: Thank you. All right, thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> say, the, uh, say the second one you. one more time before you go.
1: Uh, uh, Chinga tu madre.
2: I like that one. She she yes. calls me huero pendejo, which she tells me means uh, handsome king. Mm-hmm. Ah, that one's kind of nice. Don't look it up. I
1: could be of help. Yeah, don't thank look you. it up.
2: Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the new dog is over there. You see her in the background. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the the o the o version, the male form of puta, is the one that's getting Mexico in trouble because that's become a homophobic slur. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, El Paso gets in trouble all the time because they have the the free kick chant where they go El Chuco, like El Chuco town is like the name for the place. So they say El Chuco, and everyone thinks we're saying Puto. Mm. And they get real mad about it, so
1: mm.
2: I've had to explain to visiting fans several times, like that's not what we're saying. We enforce it. That's not what we're saying.
1: Yep, that's fair. So, rants. Any uh, final final thoughts here? Uh, whoever wants to go, yeah, for sure. Dead space. Dead space. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. All, not all at once. Um uh yeah. <laughs> uh I hope uh for for you idiot's sake that Nisa figures it the fuck out. Um Thank you. But at the same time, like like the allies for them coming in don't seem great, like Gold Star and um other entities. Uh, De Leon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah. exactly holding my breath for those fucking idiots. I know. Um mm. no I'm I'm uh but- I'm excited about you know what. Um, there's like some really low level USOC stuff happening um, in this in this time, like coming up in the next couple months. Um, it's it's the best thing that happens in US soccer, period. Uh, so I you know in in general, I hope Nisa figures it out so they can be part of it. But also, um, uh, if you are getting into soccer, like. The U.S. Open Cup and some of the stuff, the games that happen next, uh, you know, next couple of months are are best part about it. So definitely check uh, check that out. Tune into that.
1: I'll actually make my rant as a follow up question to Jimmy: What's the deal with the Midwest Premier League? Like, how much do you know about about that whole league? Because it seems to be very popular on Twitter, at least in our circle of protagonists.
0: Um, I mean, like, I, I, remember a bunch of college kids that like growing up with played for them, um, or played in, in those leagues, um, outside of that, like, I mean, it's, it's been around a long time. I was lost, lost, in new teams, but like, you know, it's in general, in principle, been around for a long time. So, um, you know, the more, the more leagues, the merrier, like, uh, if, if, if I can support one, I will, um. So I'll definitely check out to see if there's anything locally nearby. I saw so, uh I think um Inter Detroit plays in Midwest Premier League, right?
2: I, I can't remember for sure.
0: Was it so
2: inter was it Minneapolis city in that league for a while before they went league two? Yeah,
0: they could have been the the, the Crows or whatever they were. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um
0: but like Inter Detroit, so like again Hispanic league. I played Hispanic league for a number of years. We ended up playing, uh, into Detroit in like a tournament, um, that was put on by. Countless UFC. Um, and honestly, not that good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if, if my, if my 35 year old, or 35, 36 year old, can still play with those kids and I'm not gonna give them any, Any props, but fair, fair. Jake, any last words? Um,
2: not really. No, go. If if you guys are listening and you have a chance to go play, go play. Good advice. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Peace.